0: A very warm welcome to you from Equa Marketing. This presentation is brought to you by Equa.com, a leader in digital marketing.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Growing Dentist podcast show. This is your host, Naren. As you all know, I'm also the co-founder of um, the Less Insurance Dependence podcast with Gary Takas and the founder of Equa Marketing. Today, I'm super excited to have a, a friend, Dr. Justin Moody, on my show. And uh, the reason I invited Dr. Moody is, as you all know, the purpose of our podcast is to help dentists create a bigger future, a bigger future in terms of time, money, purpose, and relationships. And many of our listeners have a growth mindset, and so does Dr. Justin Moody. I'm sure you may almost all of you know who he is, but Just in case a few of you haven't heard of him just yet, Um, he is the owner of Horizon West Dental, uh, the Dental Implant Center, and the Implant Pathway. Implant Pathway is an organization that helps dentists uh, who are interested in doing implants um, grow in that space. Also, he's a co-host of a podcast, uh, and it has a funny name. It's called DentistsImplantsAndWorms.com. Dr. Moody, welcome to our show.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Good to be here.
1: Thank you. And uh, for our listeners, the word worm. So maybe you can tell a little bit about your podcast. What is it and how did you come up with that name?
0: Yeah, so um, the podcast was kind of by accident. Uh, uh, You know, there was... uh, there wasn't a lot of us out there when we started doing podcasts, you know, oh, it was over two and a half years ago. There was, uh, you know, there was Gary Takis and uh, the dental hacks. Um, I think David Mulally. So, you know, the you know, the, the, the big names in uh, dental podcasting had podcasts and uh, we just decided to uh, do one. I've got a, you know, I've got a core group of uh, uh, team members. Jeff Smith who's one of our co-hosts is um uh, he's in charge of my practice, uh, basically business development. He does websites, does our marketing, um, that sort of thing. (coughs) Excuse me. And then, um, uh, our other co-host Gabe is in the dental industry. And, uh, we said, you know what, how about we just have more of an informal funny one? You know, like the other podcasts were really about a lot of content for dentistry and, we're like, how about we deliver some content, but in a, you know, in a funny manner, you know, maybe we tell some stories, hell, you know, maybe we might even cuss a little bit on the air. And, um, so we were trying to think of a name and I was like, well, you know, I, I implants got to be in there and dentists, you know, cause we want to be able to, you know, dentists to find us. <coughs> and then one of, a, <coughs> excuse me. Um, then one of, uh, our, co- our other co-host, a guy named John Landers, he was uh, number one in my dental school class and he, uh, we called him the bookworm in uh, dental school because uh, he really didn't study that much more than we did, just uh, he knew how to study probably better than the rest of us. And uh, over the years, we so- shortened his name from bookworm to worm and uh, the guy is super funny and I was like, well, we should have him on the podcast and uh, we'll put Dennis implants and the worm. Well, we dumped the W and added worms and uh it kind of became our um uh it became our name and then it was easy for people to search, you know, on iTunes and Google Music and such. So we uh we just went with it. And it's um I I have to tell you, it's been a it's been a great name for a podcast.
1: Absolutely. You stand out because there's more than a hundred, right? So there aren't there aren't any name you know that has the name worm in it. So no. Nope. Today's podcast, I want to really focus on, um, you know, podcasting itself. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your podcast, Gary's podcast, David Maloli's podcast, you know, kind of my podcast. And the the reason I want to do that is I think not everybody is aware of a lot of these interesting podcasts. And so at least we can give them a little bit of a teaser and also appreciate all these people who are doing wonderful work because, you know, they don't get paid for doing these podcasts. So. (laughs) Yeah, so why don't we start by talking about your podcast a little bit. Like, what is it? What do you do with it? Uh, why do people like it? You know, let's, let's talk. Well,
0: you know, really, we, we started the podcast out to just be to have fun. And um, I really had no intentions or I didn't, I wish I could tell you that I had the vision of creating this podcast with these listeners and this fan base and such, but, uh, you know, we didn't, um, we, we bought some equipment. Uh, we built this studio cause I had this extra room in our big, um, uh, in our corporate center there. And, uh, I was like, well, this'll be fun. And it was super fun. And we, we went down the list of, uh, you know, characters that we, uh, uh had on our shows and, um, what happened was that uh, I, d- I underestimated the power of podcasts and, and I underestimated how many people are looking for their information in this, uh, in this realm today because uh, growing up, uh, you know, I graduated dental school in 1997, so uh, 21, um, 21 years ago. And in tw- 21 years, doesn't seem like a long time, you know, like it, it, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but if you think about the changes that have happened in the, in those 21 years, we didn't have cell phones then. I mean, uh, maybe some influential people did, you know, cause they were super expensive and they were looked like a brick on a stick. And, uh, <clears throat> um, so in 97, when we graduated dental school, like we got our information kind of from the internet, but not really yet because I remember, uh, um, uh, I had an AOL, uh, email address back then and you'd wait for the, the, you know, the blue bar forever and you had dial up and, and like, you know, most of the time you got frustrated with the internet cause it was so, you know, so slow and there was no, you know, there was no, uh, cell phone. So there was no podcasts or iTunes or, you know, iPads, pods, all those things. And, So I was used to taking my information other ways. Today, and the young dentists that are coming out of school today, they only know this digital revolution. They only know that most of the information that they need or uh, require or are are searching for comes from their phone or internet, you know, through this digital media. And podcasts are great because – it's it's basically radio on demand. Uh, you know, it's you know, it's taped in a live setting and and you get the you know, you can edit things out if you want, but we rarely edit our stuff because I uh, I think some of that makes it um you know that much more interesting. But uh in this age, you know, you can listen and, and you know, like you just said, there's like a hundred and some podcasts out there now in dentistry and uh you can't obviously can't listen to all of them. And the nice thing about um you know, I subscribed a good You know, a good number of them, and I will peruse them and I'll look for either topics that someone's going to be talking about or I will look for the speaker and I'll stop to give a listen. Uh, Very rarely do I have now, with so many, very rarely do I have podcasts that I listen to every single episode religiously. So, and that's kind of the beauty of the digital age is you can pick and choose, really. You can, if you, uh, it's not like, it's not like driving in your car with the radio and if somebody, you know, if it's talk radio and you don't like what the, what's on there, you either got to physically turn the channel or turn it off. And podcast, you know, you just hit delete and you uh, and and download another one. So that um, we underestimated that the power of that media when we um, when we started this, and now that we're, I mean, we're just a few episodes from uh, 200, and uh, in 200 episodes, we've seen. People start to search out and actually attend our implant courses based upon information they've heard. We find, uh, uh, you know, people find other people's podcasts and, and, and conferences. And, you know, we even, uh, three years ago, we even started our uh, own podcasting conference called the, the Voices of Dentistry back in Nashville a few years ago. And this year will be the third, um, you know, the third annual meeting in uh, uh, Scottsdale in January and we're gonna we're gonna be expecting over two hundred dentists to show up to listen to a bunch of other podcasters talk about their subjects, and uh, uh, it's just been it's just been a, an incredible experience. The the dentist implants and worms, you know we we have a good time, you know. Hell, sometimes we even drink while we're podcasting, and uh, 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 it's not a it's not a serious podcast by any means, but we've had some serious guests uh, on uh, the, the, the podcast. Uh, you know, one of, my, one of my friends and one of my favorite guests is um, uh, Ed Zuckerberg, and a lot of people don't realize that uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who founded Facebook and such, uh, grew up in a dental office, and that's a literal term. His dad's practice was in their home in New Jersey. And, uh, Mark Zuckerberg literally grew up inside a dental office and, uh, that influence of his dad on, had on him, you know, obviously did pretty well for him over the, uh, you know, over the years. But, uh, you know, even though we have fun with, uh, Ed and, uh, uh, we laugh a lot, if people take a listen to the, uh, the podcast, He's got a lot of great social media uh, pearls in there. He's got a great story about, you know, Mark and his three, you know, he, he's got four children. Uh, you know, Mark is one of them and is probably the most uh, famous of his kids. But the other three are are equally successful and, and have just done wonderful things in their, in their lives. And uh, it's fun to listen to a to a dad, talk about his other children when uh, you know everyone. Everyone literally in the world knows his one son. It's kind of crazy.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, going back to some trivia, so I also graduated from Illinois Institute of Technology in '97, and uh, this uh, university was, uh, I guess, um, pretty much influenced a lot by. Two families. One was the Motorola family, the Galvins, and the other one was the Pritzker family. So they were on the boards and everything else, and they they gave hundreds of millions of dollars to the school and stuff. I guess their families went to IIT back in the day. And I remember in those days, like you said, the the big flip phones from Motorola, and you know, Motorola was it for phones, and then Nokia took over, and then. Pretty much both of them got wiped out because uh, Apple came along and changed the whole game of uh, what a phone looks like.
0: And, and and what a phone is supposed to do.
1: Right. And um, I guess now it's like ancient history, you know, almost. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad there was a connection in the year 1997. So it was interesting. Um, yeah, so coming back to podcasting and... Um, you know, the, 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 I, I think the reason it works is um, um, one of the things you and I talked about is this idea of a dental water cooler and, you know, the idea of people gathering around an expert and chit chatting and having a conversation, but doing it digitally, doing it, you know, through Zoom or through some kind of an online platform. Um, I think this idea seems to resonate with people. I think because people realize there's no borders anymore. In the old days, you go to a conference once a year and you get all the information, you take tons of notes and you go home. Um, now I can get information at my fingertips when I'm driving, you know, when I'm jogging. And I think podcast kind of lends itself to kind of have this, uh, maybe not a conversation, but at least listen to somebody who, who's talking to somebody else about a topic I'm interested in.
0: You know, um it's, all those things are, uh, you know, so true. Um, I think that, you know, the concept of like a, you know, a water cooler talk is, uh, you know, re- really, really good for what what we have going on today because, you know, we just got done talking about how people want their um, their information, you know, generally on their phone, you know, the internet, in uh, their earbuds while they're, you know, working out or driving or you know, whatever it is. But the fact of the matter is, is that um, you cannot discount face-to-face interaction. And I think that that's what makes, uh, uh, you know, dental continuing education still, it's, people are like, oh, it's just going to all be online. And I was like, I disagree with that because there's only so much you can do online and so much interaction you can have. Uh, eventually, you've got to interact in a more personal level, you know, and sometimes it's a, sometimes it's a phone call, you know, but, uh, it has to be more than words on a screen. And, yeah. Uh, it, 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 it has to be. And, and I, and, you know, just like, um, uh, later today, uh, we start the, uh, what we call session four of the implant pathway, which is our live implant training, uh, here in Phoenix. And, I can't teach live implant training through the, through the internet, right? I can't deliver that, that kind of uh, skill set, uh, through their phone. And the interaction that these people get is invaluable. And when they're, when they're done, a couple things happen. One, they've learned a skill sets, um, you know, that they can use for the rest of their career. The other thing that happens is that they've, they've, Many times they have found a colleague, a, call him a continued education buddy or whatever it is, but they found another person that as they move along their implant journey, they can give a call to or, or shoot a text out to when they've got an issue or when they, you know, have a question. And you talk about a water cooler, ask the expert. Well, you know, it may be an expert like someone that's teaching something, but it can, an expert can also be your friend that the, the might've, have, might've have done more of these than you, you know, like it doesn't have to be like a, you know, a, a Wikipedia expert, but it can be a, you know, someone else that you look up to and trust and uh, you know, you can't build the, you can't build those kinds of relationships online. Like you have to, you have to have that, uh, that person to person interaction. And that is, uh, it just goes to the core of what we do. Um,
1: Because it's about people. Yeah. I think um, talking about Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook, um, as the iPhone and the smartphones and the Facebooks and the Googles got more and more popular, we kind of lost touch with that face-to-face, human-to-human conversations. Could be a phone call even, but those conversations, right? And that's why kind of watercolor seems to resonate because You're having conversations. That's why I think these classes, like these live events seem to resonate with people. Only difference I see is now there's a lot more choices. In the old days, there might have been five big meetings, right? That's it. Now there's hundreds of little meetings. So you tend to congregate with the people you like and trust, you know, in a very intimate setting. So people, I think, are valuing either one-on-one conversations more or even these smaller conversations where you really get to know people. You really... Uh, you know, stand for people and stand with people as you go on a journey. So you kind of become like a, like, like a community, a small community of people, you know, who are pulling for each other.
0: I, I, I happen to agree with that. Um, You know, when I did my implant education, uh, almost 15 years ago, uh, uh, Dr. Carl Misch, uh, we, we went to Detroit, Michigan to uh, attend his course and, uh, there was 150 dentists in the room and, you know, most, you know, I didn't, I didn't meet, but maybe two or three of two or three other people, you know, that I became, you know, friends with and uh, in a meeting that size, you know, Carl was not approachable, you know, like he went up there, he lectured and then he'd get off and, and he was gone, you know, and what I think you're finding is there's some, you know, there's some big meetings, you know, like organizational meetings. Like for me, it's like the American Academy of Implant Dentistry. Uh, uh, they'll have a big meeting with thousands of people in the room and they'll have a speaker and, and that's fine. But the real learning, yeah, I think, is happening like what we're doing today. You know, we've got 14 docs from 11 states coming to Phoenix to, you know, place implants on uh, people that are less fortunate. And very, you know, very rarely do you get... <clears throat> you know a, a what i call a three-way win and that is first and foremost the patient got the very best in dental care that they probably could have never afforded in any other capacity the dentist got to learn a skill set in a real life environment on a real human um and and how many people will that dentist go out and help over the course of their career you know like like they gave, they got that skill set nobody can take that away from them and then uh you know, I get the satisfaction of uh, putting people together, and I think that's probably what I like to do the most. Is, you know, whether I'm putting other speakers and and dentists together, or I'm putting dentists and their teams together, or I'm putting dentists and patients and, in an environment like there is today. There, and rarely do you see things that uh, there's not a loser in, and uh, that's one of them. And I think these small meetings are becoming more of that because people value. Uh, the relationship that they, that they build and that relationship, uh, you know, starts with being in a small enough meeting where you can get to know the people.
1: Right. Yeah. Humans need, I mean, we all carry this sign make me feel important right? human needs that personal touch, the personal relationship. That's like the most important need we have. And uh, you can't do it unless you are having a communication with somebody one on one or in, like you said, in a small group. And it's so powerful, and it's so life-giving, you know. And um, one thing I notice about a lot of the podcasters, you know, at least um, the names we mentioned, um, um, both like Gary and uh, uh, Doctor Maloli, and and so forth, uh, they all have this giving mindset. They all have this idea of let me give. Um, and I think, um, and I think that's a human need. We are really happy when we help others. So when you talked about you know, the satisfaction you get by putting this together where everybody wins, um, not just today or not just uh, financially, but in the long term, it changes people's lives, you know, for the patient, for the doctor, for the doctor's future patients. I think I find that seems to be one of the common characteristics of successful human beings or happy human beings, including happy doctors.
0: Right, 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 right. Um... I just, um, you know, if you, if you're not, if you're not a happy doctor, um, you're not a good doctor and, uh, it doesn't mean that a grumpy doctor can't, can't perform a procedure. You know, uh, what I, what I say by happy is, um, you know, I had no, I had no problem this morning. I had no problem getting up at, uh, you know, five 30 and, uh, getting my workout in and, and, and getting down here to get on this podcast because, uh, it makes me happy cause I love doing it, you know, and I, uh, um, I think any of those people that you mentioned in those podcasts, you know, from, uh, you know, Gary Tackett, who, uh, I think had the very first dental podcast. Um, he loves to do it. Right. You know, like, he, he he loves to do it. He is happy. You know, I mean, if anybody that knows Gary, like, he's a... I'm not sure I've seen Grumpy Gary before. <laughs> you, know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, there's some people that are like, oh, is he in a bad mood today? Or is he in a good mood today? Like, like I don't think anyone ever has said that about uh, uh, Gary Takas. And I don't think anybody said anything about the others that you talked about, too. You know, David Mally is... uh uh, uh uh, a, a good friend of mine. He grew up in the same, uh, he grew up in Nebraska, the same state that I'm from and, uh, grew up in and, uh, uh, you know, Mark Costas, you know, Mark yeah. and Gary and I all live here in, uh, in, in, Arizona. Gary actually lives just a few blocks from me, uh, our residences and, um, all happy people and, and all giving. And, and I will tell you that, um, as I look at those people, I recently, I recently had a uh, uh, a run in with a guy that I've known for a long time, and uh, he was uh, he was upset and he was adamant about. uh, He was talking about intellectual property and he was talking about his lectures and you know what are they worth and uh, uh, you know like he put all this time and effort into them and you know and and I told him I said you know I said they're worth nothing and he's like he looked at me and I'm just like listen I said I said just give it away. And, uh, and he, you know, he had this look at me like you're, like you're dumb. And, uh, and I was like, but you know, my lectures, i I'd give anybody my PowerPoints to my lectures because they're, the lecture is nothing. They're just, they're just images and words without the stories that I, that, that only I know, you know, my, my PowerPoints have bullet points, but you can't take my, you couldn't print my slides and, and, and learn what I, uh, um what I was out to teach you because all those bullet points are, and those are um, prompts for me to talk about that next. You know, like, uh, so, you know, just give it away because if if, if people can consume it for free and they like what they've consumed, they're going to come back. And I think that's what the beauty of the podcast is, is it's free and the information is free. And if the information is good, uh, they 'll come back, and if they really think that it 's good, they may pay to take a course from you later right you know, they, they may they may pay to uh you know uh, they may they may pay to sign up for your marketing uh, uh program like that's that's the that 's the beauty of the podcast is it, is it 's is free and all those people that you mentioned you know from you know mark and david and and Gary like they they all give and give and give and it comes back to them tenfold, so uh, it's that's the beauty of the podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think um, your point is a lot of interesting things. Like I have, I think I'm coming close to my hundredth podcast. I've been doing it for you know maybe a little bit more than two years or so, approximately give or take. And um, it's not just uh, like you said. I think we have to change the way we look at uh, what a win is. I mean, we used to always think win is you know, dollars, right? But sometimes win is just enjoying yourself. Like you said, you got up in the morning to do it because you love doing it. You know, that's a win. You know, it gives you energy. It makes your day. Um, of course, like you said, people go to, I mean, one of the things I want to talk to you about is the Voices of Dentistry Conference, which I believe you are one of the hosts of. Yep. You know, win is, hey, people listen to this and go, go come and meet you in person in that conference. Yep. You know? Yes. Another win is, like you said, somebody tells somebody about your course and either they come or their friend comes to your course. So I think we have to kind of redefine what a win is. And like you said, you're giving dentistry to people at your courses, you know, that they couldn't afford. Uh, so I, I really think as the world evolves, as the world keeps evolving, we have to redefine what wins look like because no, none of us are really, you know, worrying about how are we going to put foot on the table tomorrow? Right. You know, most of us, especially in, you know, the Western world, almost all of us, you know, kind of have that covered. Um, you know, um, we, we have to now think about how do we create wins for everyone else around us?
0: You're, um, you know, you are right. I think there, um, you know, for me, and this is, this is uh, God honest truth. Um, a full room for a lecture isn't necessarily a win. Um, The win comes from how well did the, the dentist that came to listen to me implement what I had to say, you know, if I got 30 people to come to my course and not a single one of them goes back and places a dental implant. So I made, so I made, so I made a bunch of money for them to show up and and lecture to them. It wasn't a win at all. Like, that would have been a complete failure on my part. But for me, you know, I define wins a little bit differently. You want a big win? Send me a text of your first implant. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, like send me a, send me me an image of your very first implant and, and, and say, you know, Hey, how'd I do? Or, you know, you know, thanks for, you know, thanks for helping me get to this point. Like, like that's, that's a, that's a win, you know, for me. Um, you know, maybe younger. You know, when I was younger, that I thought that uh, you know, wins were more associated with money. And today, you know, the wins are associated with uh, you know, um, creating a new friend. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, helping a colleague uh, reach their potential, uh, inspiring them to tell them that they they can do this. Like this isn't uh, this isn't you know. Rocket science, you know, which is funny. You know, people are always like, oh, you know, this isn't brain surgery, or it isn't rocket science. But it's like, you know, ask a brain surgeon or ask a, a rocket scientist. That's all they do every day. They don't think their job's hard either. You know, like they may look at a dentist job as like, Jesus, that's hard. You know, you're working on someone's mouth upside down. You know, uh, you know, hard tissue, soft tissue. You know, all this stuff. Like, you know, a, a rocket scientist may he may think the dentistry is the hardest job in the world yet. We think that his job is the hardest job in the world because we can't do his job, nor can he do ours. So, you know, the, 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 the win, you know, the, the win is completely different and has nothing to do with, uh, you know, has nothing to do with money.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it's funny. Like I I talk to, I have a dental client of mine. He has been with me for like eight years. Um, um, people have to wait like five months to see him. He's a holistic dentist and, um, Um, but usually when they come in he spends like 90 minutes with them like he treats them like it's his family he tells them what really listens to them find out what they want and then he really tells them what he would tell his wife or his kid or his you know sister and one of the things he talks about is he gives people hugs you know once you become a patient every time you see him he's giving you a hug I mean for a lot of people that's a huge win you know doesn't matter whether you're driving a Tesla or this beautiful car, like that's not a win, you know. That Tesla is gonna break down and you know <laughs> gonna become an old car, but sometimes just making somebody feel appreciated, making somebody feel important, giving them a little bit of life, I mean, that's a massive win. And I think it's in those tiny things, it's in those daily moments, you know, that I think a great life is made of. Like a lot of us are chasing something um and we are not necessarily like you know being life-giving and being powerful you know in the current moment where we are helping others create wins so i'm so inspired to always you know talk to people like you justin because um, i think i guess you're right when we are young we're all chasing something but as we get older i think we kind of start shifting the way we think
0: oh it's so it's so true you know you have um uh You know, you get out of school and you're, you're really just trying to chase, you're trying to chase money. You're trying to chase down, uh, getting your student loans paid for maybe your practice, buy your practice, buy a house, buy a car, you know, things like that. But, uh, you know, as you work through, uh, as you work through life, you know, today I would tell you that the, that, uh, my, my wealth, I measure in the number of friends that I have uh, not on the dollars that I have in, uh, uh, in my bank, because, um, you know, what is that, you know, what did, uh, uh, job say, you know, he said, uh, there was, uh, there, there's no, there's no prize for being the richest person in the cemetery.
1: Right. Right. I think you know, he learned it the hard way, but I guess he did finally learn it. <laughs> you
0: know, and, and, and I, and I think that he, um, you know, as uh, you know, he had a lot of, you know, inspirational quotes or whatever as, you know, as he was starting to pass, you know, and uh, you know, my takeaway from that is is that, you know, that the richest man in the world and all the money in the world couldn't beat pancreatic cancer. Right. You know, and uh, you know, as you get to that point, he realized like there was more things than the chase of the dollar and things, and uh, you know, and he left his legacy. And if you really think about people that have real legacies, uh you know, a good friend of mine and I were talking about this the other day. And, and it won't be but maybe one more generation that, uh, of kids that won't know who Michael Jordan is. Right. And, I mean, uh, uh, you, know, they, you know, they won't, you know, a couple generations to now, they really won't know who Tom Brady is. Uh, uh, but, you know, people that everyone knows, um, there's not a lot of them out there. You know, and those are you know, um, you know we're probably always going to know who George Washington is since uh, our capital's named after it, and he's on our one dollar bill. You know, things like that. But you take you take just a very handful of people that have a legacy that lasts generations. Uh, um, that that pursuit of, of 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 notoriety and wealth is a is a is a waste of time. Like uh, you should just. Um, you should spend your days living in the present with the people that uh, are with you today, Uh uh, not worrying about, uh, you know, so I listened, uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about, and it made a little bit of sense. um, You know, the, the past is full of regrets, you know, like, you know, the, we, you know, we, we sometimes think about the past, you know, what happened and, you know, had great events and things like that. But, you know, so many people, you know, get consumed with, well, if I have just done this at this point in that life, I would have been better, you know, or this or that, you know, and I'm just like, you know, the past is the past and, and, and what happened in it, uh, only makes you, you know, rethink what you did. And, you know, the, the future is often full of disappointments, right? Because as you sit here and you're like, uh, God, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to live here. I want to drive this, or I want to make this, uh. Uh, you know, and it seems like the more you wish, you know, the more you wish for something, the less likely you're going to have it. And then the future ends up being more of a disappointment. Now that doesn't mean that you can't do anything in this world. You know, I mean, anyone I think is capable of doing exactly what they want to do in this world. They just, you know, if they put their mind to it, but the way it turns out, we really don't have any control over that. Right. We really don't. And, and the more that people try to control their situation, the, the, the more they dwell on either the future or the past. And, uh, uh, you know, I've had some hard life lessons, you know, over the years and, uh, it's made me really, you know, appreciate, uh, just living, living where you're at today and, and taking advantage of the, of the, the awesome things that you have today. You know, I got the awesome ability to, um, uh, get to impart a little bit of uh, a few nuggets of implant education on 14 docs. Uh, my faculty is coming in from all over the country and they're gonna get to, it's so fun. Uh, we talk about taking the, doing these courses and I think my faculty members learn more during these courses maybe sometimes than even the students do because, uh, you know, as a faculty we've gone over the cases and we've talked about them and, and uh, you'll be like, you know, I wanna come watch you do that one, you know, because, uh, you know, I have trouble with this or that. And we make each other better and it's not a competition thing. I think dentists, dentists need to hang up this competition thing. Right. Uh, It's, you know, we, we, we market and we advertise thinking that it's, it's competition, but it's not really competition is we're, what we're trying to do is we're trying, we're trying to strive and to tell our story, you know, that, and I think there's two totally different things, you know, like, like how, And I, and I know from experience and from your reputation is that like, you know, your marketing isn't like put a window sticker up in your office that says free exam and x-rays to draw people in and bait and switch like, like marketing, you know, real marketing that brings in real qualified customers, appeals to them and tries to tell a story about the dentist you're trying to market to. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, so those are you know, those are just things that, uh, you know, that we've found over the years. It's just, uh, um, it's, it comes back to that people
1: interaction. Absolutely. You know, I have so many ideas I want to talk to you when we are done, but, uh, you know, the water cooler that I'm doing with Dr. Maloli, it's really about a lot of us are chasing something, but once we get there, we realize that's not what we want. (laughs) So we are doing a monthly call and, you know, maybe you and I should do one about, uh, you know, being in the moment and really making the most of it. Uh, I remember reading this book. It really kind of had a massive impact on me. Uh, it's a book um, uh, by David here I'm mispronouncing his last name. Called Flow. He studied happiness and he studied, you know, what makes, uh, what, what's the root of happiness. And he interviewed very, very successful people, you know, in their 90s. Like, you know, Nobel Prize winners, former presidents you know, people who are worth billions of dollars. And he asked all of them, can you recall a moment when you were happy? And they all had to kind of go back to when they were kids. But on paper, they're like, they have everything. But in real life, they were empty, you know? They had, you know, five, I don't know, three marriages and the kids don't talk to them and, you know, like really, really empty and, um, you know, so anyways. So you and I should talk about this offline, but I want to really get into the, the 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 conference you are doing. Can you tell me more about the conference you are hosting with a few other podcasters?
0: Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> so it's called the Voices of Dentistry, and uh, it was it was really um, I can't take any credit for the brainchild of it. It was. Uh, uh, it was Mark Costas, uh, Alan Mead and, uh, Jason Lipscomb from the, um, and a guy named Sean Vandevever, uh, that, uh, really created this two years ago. And it was like dental podcasts were getting so good. And we had such a following that like people were striving to want to meet the podcasters. And so they're like, Hey, you know, maybe we'll just get together and have a, and nobody really knew what it looked like. And, uh, you know, they, obviously they invited the, 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 the worms to uh, Nashville. So Gabe and uh, Jeff and I loaded up on a plane, flew to Nashville. And um, uh, when we got there, they, we had this little, you know, we had the lecture hall, but then we had this room, what we called the podcast lounge. And, you know, everybody just had a little table and they had their recorder and some headsets set up. And uh, uh, you'll find out with me, you know, I don't do anything, you know, half-assed very well. Uh, So, we uh we'd created an entire booth we created that we created this uh you know booth with uh, you know marketing and, and and mics and and hand you know and handouts and we uh we literally stacked a table full of shot glasses that were the uh engraved with uh denison implants and worms and gave out shots of fireball and 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 uh all these all these things to get people to interact with us and it was so funny uh, and it was so humbling for people to walk up to you and say I didn't know you were in the room but as soon as you spoke I knew you were because I've been listening to you every morning on my drive to work or you know while I worked out and I was like initially I was like Man, that's kind of creepy uh, <laughs> but but it, but it really isn't you know like like these people and and I and I think I feel like you know these 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 uh, these people had a vested interest in what I was doing. Like they knew my kids' names, you know, they knew what I was doing. They knew where I was going. And I was like, how do you know that? And then you, you step back and you think like, shit, I talked about that, you know, on the podcast and, and, and people did it. So, uh, we, Nashville was a great success. Um, uh, we like January cause January is a good, uh, a good month for CE cause people are kind of like stir crazy. They've been cooped up with their family for the holidays and time to get out of, out of Dodge. And, uh, uh, Nashville was a little too cold for us. Uh, and the venue wasn't that great. So we, uh, uh last year we moved it to Scottsdale, Arizona and, uh, uh, had a all-star lineup, uh, you know, an absolute all-star lineup and, um, we um uh we just had a we just had a great time. We had even more we had more vendors, we had more dentists, uh like you know, all these uh, uh all these people showed up and um, you get to meet your podcasters. And the truth is, if you if you stand around my booth too long, I'm gonna throw a headset on you and you're gonna be on a podcast. <laughs> so that's just the way it's uh got To go, you know, when we offer uh, you know, continuing education credits, you know, so you can uh, you know, you can business expense the trip if you if you'd so choose. But uh, you know, the cast of characters, I'm going to talk for a little bit. Uh, Mark Costas, Gary, Gary Takis is in there, uh, David Mulally, the the dental hacks, uh, and then we got some, you know, I don't really only pay attention to the you know, the surgical implant side of it, but we have got a We've got a a young prosthodontist out of Seattle, Stephanie Zeller, is going to be talking. Uh, an amazing clinician, Danny Domain out of Lafayette, Louisiana. Baron Gruder, um, Corey Glenn, like just a a host of a host of people that are just unbelievable speakers. But I will tell you, it goes back to what we've been talking about this entire podcast. When these people are done on the stage. They're going to be in the podcast lounge and out in the trade fair. They're going to be on the floor. You can walk up to them. You can talk to them. You can ask them questions and, and, and all of those things is what makes this the most unique dental conference in all the country. And uh, it's this year, the 25th and 26th in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, the voices of com. You can go there, you can register. Like it's super, it's super simple to do. And man, you're going to have a lot of fun at it.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I know my team talked about me going there. I just, I love to stay at home. So I didn't uh, take up the opportunity. But, uh, yeah, it's it's an awesome, awesome podcast uh, event. And definitely, um, you know, I usually don't go to more than one or two events. This would be one I would definitely go to next year. So thanks a lot for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. I think uh, what grabs my attention is um, it is you're meeting people who have this, you know, who are very uh, playful with life, who are very giving with life and, um, and uh, who don't hold things back. They're just trying to give. And uh, so you kind of, I think might catch that bug of, you know, being playful and, you know, uh, having fun and, you know, being happy and, uh, you know, and of course getting ideas that inspire you, right. In the old days you go to courses and you take lots of notes and you come back and you really don't do much. Now you listen to a podcast or you listen to an idea that you heard at the, you know, the Voices of Dentistry event and you just take action because it's just a simple idea. You can just try it out.
0: You know, there's a, uh, um, there's a lot of truth to that. You know, a lot of people will um, talk about ideas and talk about things that they want to do. For me, um, if you've got that idea, man, you ought to act on it, you know, like, like, you know, you, you can think about it and kind of mull it over for a little while, but, you know, it goes back, it goes back to that regret thing. And, uh, you know, I've chased, um, you know, I've had a hollow points in my life too, you know, where you chase something thinking that that is the, the, the end game and you get it and you're like, nope, that wasn't the satisfaction, satisfaction I was looking for. And, and maybe, you know, I think some people never find it. Um, some people have to continually chase it until they do find, you know, what, uh, you know, what their calling is And night I've, I've found that in, uh, you know, it's always evolving, but, um, educating and, 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 and helping dentists, uh, find their potential is where I, um, uh, where I've gravitated to and, and, and what truly makes me happy. Like there's nothing, like I said, there's, there's nothing more gratifying and more satisfying than, uh, you know, someone sending me that very first, uh, uh, x-ray of their first implant or, or even sounds silly or even their first failure, you know, because if you do anything long enough, you're going to, you're going to have a few failures. You're going to have some things that don't go the way you want it to. And, you know, from dental speakers and educators, every, anybody, anybody can stand up front and show you their very best work. Uh, but we learn more, we learn more from the, 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 the person that stands up front and says, you know what? I did it this way. It didn't work out worth a shit, but uh, you know, I've, I've changed my procedure or whatever. There's more value in that. And, uh, and and again, it goes back to, you know, that interpersonal uh, uh, relationship and, and, and being able to ask the questions and, and also, you know, you talk about your water cooler, getting people over that fearful hump to actually talk about their stuff and the, and the issues that are facing them, you know, so many times it's hard for people to get over that hump and, and, and uh, be willing to, uh, uh, you know, share with you. Like it's, it's hard for a dentist to admit that a case didn't go well, you know, this didn't turn out like it was supposed to. Um, But again, what do we learn more of, learn more from, it's those events, right. not, the, not the ones that, not the ones that go perfect, you know, uh, you know, being, uh, uh, you know, whether you're, you're a husband or a father, you know, like, like there's parts of that job that you're not any good at, you know, right. you may, you may try your very best, but like there's parts of your job that you're not any good at. And, you know, when you find part of your job that you're not any good at, like you can either continue to suck at it or you can, you know, isolate it and and, and try to get better at it. Right. You know, so uh, that's, you know, uh, that's what I think uh, we need more of. I, I love mentorship. I think that the, I think with, you know, in dentistry, I think mentorship was lost for quite some time in the, 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 the consumption of you know getting busy and and those kinds of things we if you think about de- dental school is nothing but mentorship dental school is about your instructors showing you how to do these procedures over your shoulder like right. that, you know we call it school or whatever it is but it's actually mentorship because they are, they're 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 showing you this and then one day you walk across the stage to give you a diploma they call you a doctor they kick you off the stage and then all of a sudden you're all, you're all by yourself And now you got to figure this stuff out by yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, you shouldn't be alone like that. Like you should have a water cooler to bounce things off with. You should, you know, you should have a course that you can interact with uh, and uh, you know, regain that mentorship and mentorship can be from your friends. It can be from an instructor. You know, it can be, it can come from a lot of different, uh, a lot of different avenues.
1: I totally, totally agree. And uh, what I'm present to in, in your comments is, uh, uh, what I'm present to um, in your comments is, uh, you know, like uh, it all comes down to perspective. Like I tell my daughters, I have two daughters, like 16 and uh, 12, I never learned anything from my wins. Everything I gain is from my failures. Like I was fired four times in a row and I, just, I, ha- I was forced to become an entrepreneur. Our business almost went under, and from that was born Equa when a dentist said, you're really good at marketing, digital marketing. Why don't you help me? This is in 2008. So usually, it all comes down to how you look at it. I mean, you can make failure your friend and look in and learn from it and grow from it. Or you can get disempowered by it and just you know, freeze. Um, It's the same thing that's happening to two people. One person takes it one way and one person... Uh, you know, doesn't, and it changes their life. And Stephen Covey's quote, it's not what happens to you. It's your reaction to what happens to you that's going to determine much of your future. Yep. And uh, and I think one thing I love about, you know, this conference you're putting together, it's by people who tend to react to what somebody might call a failure or a challenge as an opportunity. They kind of (laughs) look inside and grow from it. And I think just being around people like that, you will start shifting. Your mindset will start shifting. Um, you will go from, you know, I think just being this uh, person, perhaps, who feels, you know, things are unfair and the world sucks and life sucks, to, hey, this is, uh, I'm so happy to wake up this morning, <laughs> you know. Right. And uh, that's awesome stuff. So, so I'm gonna we're gonna include the the website. Um, Any other information we can include about this conference and about your podcast or anything else you want us to include?
0: Uh, Yeah, no, just uh, uh, voicesofdentistry.com is the website for that. Uh, Just go there. There's a button that says uh, register now. I would encourage you if you're thinking about doing it, you should do it now because um, if you're not familiar with the Phoenix and Scottsdale area, it is a, um, uh, it 's a destination in the wintertime for what we call snowbirds or people from uh, the the north that are trying to escape the cold in those bitter months and um, hotels and flights and stuff fill up really you know really quickly um, so I would go there and uh, register and get uh, get signed up uh, You can listen to our podcast at uh, Dennis implants and worms dot com uh, you can check us out on iTunes Google music, uh, you know all the popular places for uh, um, you know, downloads. And if uh, if implants is your thing or you want to make it your thing, uh, you can go to implantpathway.com and find out how we could, uh, you know, help you along your pathway to uh, 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 implant care.
1: I really appreciate your time, Justin. Uh, I really enjoyed our conversation and I want to take a moment to also thank our listeners. If you like this podcast, uh, please share it. I mean, this particular episode um, on social media, write a review for us Of course, we're going to include all the links for Justin's, uh, all the things that Justin talked about. So you can check him out. If you need any help on marketing, you know, reach out to us, uh, go to ekwa.com and um, uh, we would do a comprehensive review and give you our thoughts on, you know, perhaps what are some of the innovative ideas you can use. We have 18 products and services uh, we leverage as we try to influence people uh, in favor of our clients uh, and we generate half a million phone calls on behalf of our clients every single year through what we call organic inbound digital marketing. So um, thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. And um, just keep growing and uh, keep uh, being happy. So thank you. You bet. Thanks
0: for having me on. And uh, uh, thanks to the listeners for uh, listening to podcasts.